Working with law enforcement after a fraud incident is challenging for many banking institutions. Deciding when to handle an incident internally versus knowing when to contact the authorities is not always an easy distinction. Here, Clyde Langley, Vice President and Head of Fraud Prevention and Investigations for Charles Schwab, and a featured presenter at Information Security Media Group's Fraud Summit in San Francisco next week, explains why institutions often would prefer to handle fraud incidents on their own, but why more are working with law enforcement and federal prosecutors to ensure fraudsters are brought to justice. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So, Clyde, before we jump into some of the discussion surrounding fraud incidents and work with law enforcement, could you just tell our audience a bit about the role that you play at Charles Schwab? Absolutely. I handle the firm-wide fraud investigations at Charles Schwab and head up our team, which includes the external frauds, so frauds being incurred on our clients, as well as internal frauds by our employees, and then also the online account takeovers, the prevention aspects, and also the investigation of those as well. So, Clyde, how would you say your work with law enforcement and even federal prosecutors has changed over the last two to three years or perhaps even more recently? Well, mine has changed dramatically and the largest piece being because I retired from the FBI just over a year ago. So I, at that point, was obviously seeing it from the other side of looking at it from a, an investigative part from a criminal investigation, whereas now being at Charles Schwab, I see from the other side of being able to have the large set of data elements where we can apply some of my experience from how frauds occur to some of the data we see here, and then working with law enforcement. And we've seen a more proactive effort on that to work with law enforcement to actually identify the criminals and work with them on the investigations to really make a difference. You have an interesting background, Clyde. Just curious to know, is it common for folks who work for the FBI to make the transition to fraud departments at banking institutions? You know, it's a very common uh, transition. My background is also financial accounting related and a lot of experience in financial investigations prior with the FBI. So very common. And what we commonly see and what we try to do here at Schwab as well is really have a mix uh, between people with that law enforcement experience on our teams as well as people with the industry experience. And I think that blends it well to uh, really understand both sides and bring some new ideas to the team on investigations. So going back to some of what you've seen now that you're on the banking side of the house, what type of fraud events, Clyde, would most institutions rather handle internally? Is it insider fraud or is it some of the external attacks? The insider fraud is definitely one that initially financial institutions want to handle internally. One of the reasons being obviously that employee is internal, so you have more uh, access to data and information to build that case and investigation well, whereas the external frauds, the only people that can really do anything action-wise is law enforcement. On the other hand, I would say that obviously there are requirements where we report via regulatory filings insider fraud as well as external fraud but the only way to really stop the external fraud is working with law enforcement in the end to be able to create some action at the end of your investigation. So you mentioned account takeover incidents in the beginning, Clyde, as we first started talking. Let's talk a little bit about account takeover and other types of cyber attacks or even call center scams that actually result in fraud. Are institutions more willing to work with law enforcement when it comes to these types of events? I think these types of events are critical for the financial institutions to work closely with law enforcement on. What we commonly see is the criminals that learn our techniques for fraud prevention, our controls for fraud prevention, they utilize those again on other clients within the same institution. Not only that, obviously they're going out to other financial institutions trying to create the same type of fraud. I think it's very critical that the financial institutions themselves really work together to try to get rid of that fraud, to mitigate it, that fraud risk. And the only way of really doing that is working with law enforcement, letting them put the pieces together. There are some channels for 
financial institutions to exchange data, obviously. But on the other hand, that really detailed look to identify that criminal as the same person hitting multiple institutions or even hitting multiple accounts really resides with law enforcement and working with them to be able to put that person in jail at the end of the day. You make a good point about information sharing, Clyde. Let's talk a little bit about that. Is working with the Financial Services Information Sharing and Analysis Center helping institutions work more indirectly, quote unquote, with law enforcement, which would ultimately help them ensure that they can share information about fraud events and even cyber attacks without running the risk of damaging their own reputations? I think those are critical elements, and we work with the FSISAC, NCFTA, and a number of different groups that are very similar in this space of being able to share that data where we can protect ourselves while at the same time making sure that law enforcement is aware of that. From my prior experience, I realized that law enforcement and prosecutive resources are very scarce, so they have to prioritize. And I think our challenge is always building enough of a case or connections between that among the different firms to be able to present that case or for law enforcement to look at to realize which are the priority cases they need to work. And I think that's where FSISAC, NCFTA, and numerous other similar type working groups can help us put that information together, put it in the hands of law enforcement where they can react to the highest priority cases. So Clyde, after a fraud event, when should a legal team be brought in? What about the legal ramifications and is it wise to get legal counsel involved at the front end? This one's always a challenge and most firms I realize have legal counsel and we work very closely with our legal counsel from the start on those. The obvious answers are whenever there is potential liability to the firm related to a transaction and the investigation shows that the firm is not going to take the liability. So those would definitely one where you bring legal counsel in. But I think also where you have a larger type of fraud, bigger in mass, where you have multiple clients involved, those definitely weigh much more towards getting legal counsel involved as soon as you know the impact enough to be able to uh, delineate the case and really discuss the case with them. So as I mentioned in the introduction, you will be speaking on a panel at the Fraud Summit in San Francisco next week. Some of this discussion surrounding breach notification requirements, fraud, working with legal counsel and law enforcement will be focal points next week during this fraud investigations panel. What are some of the talking points that you plan to touch on, Clyde? I think the biggest talking points I look forward to talking on is really that regulatory and industry expectations these days are leaning a lot more towards us being proactively involved with law enforcement. The second part of building those law enforcement partnerships and really what avenues are out there, as you talk about FSISAC and NCFTA brought those up already, but other avenues that are out there and really understanding what that means. And then also bridging that gap with the capabilities that the financial firms all bring to be able to provide that information in a good, concise manner when it is a fraud or suspicious incident to law enforcement and how to best do that, what they need to be able to understand the case, prioritize the case, and work the investigation. So I hope to bring a lot of that from my knowledge on both sides of the fence, working in law enforcement and also now in the private sector with Charles Schwab. And then Clyde, before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? I just look forward to the exchange of uh, questions, ideas as we talk through the panel and making sure we're hitting any points that we need to hit as well as understanding what the concerns and the pain points, I guess, are of some of the people in the audience where we might be able to address how we've addressed those. Yes, I think it will be a very lively discussion. Clyde, I'd like to thank you again for your time today and I look forward to seeing you next week. And I appreciate the time as well. We look forward to seeing everybody next week. Again, we've just heard from Clyde Langley of Charles Schwab. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.